when this cancel culture environment was first created, it was really on some entry-level shit. And nobody really thought too much about it. I mean, when they got rid of things like Mr. Potato Head, Dr. Seuss, Pepe Le Pew, a lot of us thought it was ridiculous, but we didn't think too much about it. But what we didn't realize was that was the entryway for them to move up to more higher level things. And now we're wondering why we're being suppressed to be able to express ourselves online because they have now created what they call cancel culture we now live in what I call a canceled environment and this is the kind of environment that cancel cultures has created because what it's doing is it's putting people in a place of focusing on individuality. Most of the interaction that we have with each other, especially with our young people, just for example, they think they know what it is to have a real friendship or a connection with someone. And they really don't because everything that they are doing is pretty much just based on, you know, cell phones, tablets, being online and the social media world itself. It's fake. You know, we call it the digital mask. We get on there and we put this fake persona on about ourselves. And this is what's actually happening. I mean, not just with our young people, but also adults. But it's a shame not to get off topic, but I just heard about this the other day. A a 14-year-old lost his life to gun violence here in our city. And now I'm going to ask another topic for another day, but... I keep telling people, everything's connected. You can connect the dots and see how everything that we're dealing with. See, when we when we talk about like getting into technology, it's beneficial, but it can also be a detriment. I was just talking to a close friend of mine about this the other day. Yes, there are a lot of benefits in technology, but it's also making us lazy. And getting back into interacting, we have even gotten lazy in learning how to go out and socialize with other people. 
and what it's doing is it's it's canceling out our traditional values of learning how to conduct ourselves out here in the real world. And it's a shame because, (laughs) you know, this is something that's very important, especially for our young people. And I saw it coming. I mean, just looking at how they're running the schools through COVID. They can't really interact with each other. They got the masks on. They walking down the hall six feet apart. It's like some, it looks like some, you know, (laughs) Nazi Germany type shit, you know. But we have to get out of this. I mean, we have to put ourselves back in a place. And it's, it's very important that no matter how far we go into technology, that we always keep that standard in place of following traditional values. You know, when it comes to family, when it comes to interacting with, you know, with each other and just being in a social setting, learning how to communicate with each other. And it's just a shame. <laughs> because this with this trend is doing it's creating a cancel environment but I thought- who told you to think I don't give you enough information to think you do what you're told that's what you do yes sir As I continue to dig deeper into this cancer culture thing that everybody's talking about, I I came across this video and they had two sets of groups on there. One group was like for uh, anti-cancer culture and the other group was for pro-cancer culture. And the one thing I realized in listening to their conversations is that when it comes to these millennials, we are in some serious trouble. And it's not their fault because it's two problems in regards to our millennials. First off, they haven't been taught. And second... They're easily influenced by this groupthink shit. And like, for example, like, you know, uh, one of them from the pro-cancer culture side, he was talking about, like, in regards to Harvey Weinstein. And he was like, yeah, you know, you... You got to go to the source to put a stop to certain things. And just by him saying that, let me know, okay, he, he really doesn't understand what's really going on here. 
and it was pretty much coming from both sides because, you know, everybody was talking about, you know, a bunch of surface shit from Harvey Weinstein to R. Kelly and stuff like that. And it had a lot to do with like pro athletes and celebrities, a lot of surface shit. But no one has taught them to, you know, ask better questions, dig deeper. Go to the real source of the problem. And that's the real issue was going on with cancel culture. It's very contradictive also. You know, one of my examples is, okay, we get on celebrities and pro athletes and, you know, all this surface bullshit that's going on, which is pretty much there just to distract you and entertain you at the same time and desensitize you to it. But they're letting things through like baby dolls with penises on them. Showing certain things on TV that's really not appropriate for certain age groups. I mean, the list goes on and on and on, but you're going after people, you're going after people, celebrities, whoever, and it's even on lower levels, and that's where it's going right now. And that's why I mentioned the technology about it. See, we don't understand how it's all connected. All of your information, everything you post online, pretty much everything that you do is being recorded. And the majority of the time, it's not being recorded to come at you right then and there, unless they want to. But especially when it comes to people that are you know, in politics or celebrities or athletes, or people in the entertainment industry, they can pull this information back up anytime they feel like it. And they're not really canceling you for what you might have done. They really don't care about that because they'll give you that, that image or that scenario. You know, especially when, they, when it happened with the Me Too movement and, and Bill Cosby. I mean, there were so many different scenarios going on within all these different things that we were witnessing. But they give you the lie. Oh, we're going after them for this. But they're really going after them for that. And of course, a lot of it has to do with money. Or if you're speaking out and speaking the truth about something. Oh, now it's time to shut you down. See, we really have to understand what's really going on here. 
this whole thing about so-called putting people in their place. And we think some justice is being, you know, taking place or somebody's being corrected for their wrongdoings. And there are people much higher than them. (laughs) The same people that are canceling them are doing the same things or something even worse. Do you think you could play along? Yes, sir. Great. Because otherwise I'll erase your ass. Are we really to the breaking point in our society where you could be prosecuted to the highest form of judgment based strictly from the reaction from our peers? It's bad enough we have Big Brother watching every little thing we do. But now the people in the general population have become their very own watchdogs. What makes it even more dangerous is some, you know, something from your past that you may have said online could come back to haunt you. And I'm not talking about just someone being, you know, plain disrespectful, vulgar, calling some people out of their names or threatening to bring harm to someone. We are talking about just expressing your opinion building a dialogue so we can have a conversation no now you have to be on these social media websites walking on virtual eggshells this is what's happening to this world we live in now everyone has become so overly emotional and sensitive what it's really doing is not giving us you know to be able to speak the truth about the topics that are important for all of us to be able to talk about and I've seen some real contradictory shit going on where it's okay for some groups to be able to express themselves but others cannot and if you're not speaking the same language of code that they are speaking you could be cast out and even blackballed there are people losing their ability to have a livelihood just on what they may have said who made particular groups of people and individuals the authority to make the determination of who can say what and when let's dig deeper about this this so called trend is not going to just affect the culture of individuals but it also opens the door to canceling the very cultures that people live by. For example, the conversation of building a strong family structure had been under attack for some time now, even before cancel culture came into the picture. It has gotten so bad that you can't even talk about having a family and strong relationships between men and women. It seems to be a threat to what's being promoted nowadays. But why is this such a problem to be able to express yourself like a normal human being? Why is this such a problem for individuals to be able to express themselves 
we don't think about the long-term effects that people have been controlled by this groupthink mentality. It puts a tremendous amount of pressure on people who feel they need to fit in. And the issue of not being able to be yourself can be very harmful to the individual's confidence and self-esteem. So how long are we going to live in a world where you you were you you were not able to speak your mind in a respectful way? There are a lot of people already starting to push back and we will see how long this will continue. I will say this about the American people. We won't stand together and fight. But when we are faced with something that is on our doorstep, this shit is in our homes and phones and it follows us everywhere we go. And I think that (laughs) that will be the straw that breaks the camel's back. Show your support for the D-Win Legacy Podcast and hit us on our cash app at dollar sign capital D-S-O-U-L-S capital P-R-O 21 as we continue to bring you great content every week that will make you think. That wraps up another episode of the D-Win Legacy Podcast. And I want to thank everyone who has taken the time to listen in all across the world. You are much appreciated. We would also appreciate anyone who wants to donate and contribute to the D-Win Legacy Podcast. All contributions will go right back into giving us the ability to bring you more great content. And we have some very... (laughs) Uh, exciting things happening for the near future. So show your support. Now, talking more about this cancel culture trend or whatever you want to call it, and just like a lot of other things I've talked about, we have to be very careful. I mean, we're li- we, we are living in an age where you can't even be openly, you know, uh, um, honest or express yourself nowadays. And like I said, it doesn't have to be to a point where, you know, we are being disrespectful to each other or anything like that, but you should still be able to communicate. Like I said, build a dialogue, be cordial and have conversations. There's nothing wrong with that. And when we put people in a position where they feel like they can control that, You know, you got to be mindful of that. I mean, you could be uh, damaging someone's, not only their mind, body, and spirit, but also 
harm them financially. And it's just something that we have to think about. So, but we'll be back next week with another episode that will make you think. Peace.